This Friday, in honor of National Gun Violence Awareness Day and the start of Wear Orange Weekend, people around the country are coming together with a simple message. There's more we can do to end gun violence. Each year, every town for gun safety and a broad coalition of partners call on Americans to wear orange and recognize the more than 90 lives cut short and hundreds wounded by gun violence every day. And to demand action toward a future free from gun violence, join the movement by wearing orange this Friday, June 1st, and post your pictures online using the hashtag WearOrange to show you're committed to ending gun violence. Today's episode is also brought to you by The Brave Podcast. The Brave Podcast is hosted by the most interesting man in podcasting, comedian and social commentator, Felonious Monk. The Brave tells the story of eight diverse young activists who are creating solidarity and rising up to demand change. Find The Brave on Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast, or check it out at thebraveriseup.com. There's a time of the day when the sun's going down. That's the golden time of day. It's the time that the sun turns a gold all around. That's the golden time of day. That's it. That's all I got right now. I'm tired. <laughs> Frankie Beverly. Frankie Beverly and Maze. I mean, I could have really like, I could have like started off with a good hearty. Whoa, whoa. Hey. Hey, you make me happy. This you can bear. You stay right beside me. And now forget. I really love you. You should know. I want to make sure I'm right, girl, before I let go. I love the black person's reaction to that song. You know, I love the bridge. You know, oh, I, I think the song has this enchantment for you. Not live for a bridge. You know there's nothing, <laughs> nothing. Yes. Nothing I cannot do Oh man It's Wake Memorial up. Day It is It's Memorial Day out this is B Happy cookout day niggas Oh, yeah. Burn hot dogs and paprika on your tater salad. Don't give me no light pink hot dogs. Listen. But we'll get into that. We must be charred to perfection. Uh, But praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to episode 62 of Mm. Getting Grown with Jade and Kia, uh, where we talk about all things adulting, the uh, taxes, the tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, the triumphs. 
the trials and tribulations of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord 2018. Which include recording on a holiday. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. There are no days off. No. Uh, but yeah, Shalom Habari Ghani, Black people, what's the news? Um, how you doing, sis? What's, what's going on in your life? You know, just lifting every voice. Just, you know. Listen. Out here working my hits off. Um, <laughs> Makosa was this weekend. Shout out to everybody, sis. You've been working. Lots of sal- salutations for you. Lots Thank of you. greetings. Greetings to the attendants of Makosa. So many attendees. So much love. You guys came through and showed love for getting grown. Jane XD, Santana, for the culture. Like, y'all showed love to all of us. Kia, you show love to everybody. So I appreciate everybody. We sold out before the sun went down. Yeah, man. Um, and then I did an event the next day <laughs> called the Super Soul, Soul Scream Sundays. Excuse me. Soul uh, Scream. Soul Scream, which they play 50s mm. and 60s soul music. I'm unsettled. It why was actually so enjoyable. So so I don't know why Soul Scream, you know, it's a mm. it's a it's an interesting group of people. But it's mm. actually a really, really fun party. Like the vibes were amazing. The people were amazing. I sold out there as well. Come on. I did jerk guava barbecue chicken sliders. Wow. With homemade uh, jalapeno and red onion pickles and uh, a cilantro crema and some potato salad. So I'll well. be there on Sundays at Our Wicked Lady if you guys want to catch me. But I'm, I'm tired, sis. I've been cooking for like four days. Well. You're also <laughs> balling. Oh, not yet. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Oh, yeah. How were you? Um, How was your weekend? My weekend was good. It was full. It was a very full mm-hmm. weekend. I did a lot of work um, this week. This work week, this past work week kind of kicked my butt. Um, and I went right full speed ahead into the weekend where it was all things Jenea and Chris. Um, congratulations, <laughs> congratulations Jenea. Congratulations to Jenea and Chris. Lamar uh, celebrating um, their marriage. They got married um, this weekend and it was just awesome to be a part of it and all the celebrations. There is thick. Her dress was super cute. It was a two-piece. It was adorable. Adorably. But yeah, shout out to um, Janae and Chris. Shout out to Keisha and Sophia and the whole entire fam. Everyone did an awesome job. Allison on the photos. Everyone Always. Coming together, um, and you know, to make sure that Janine and Chris had a beautiful day. It was awesome. It was hot as hell, but we had a great time. Sis, um, it was burning hot on Saturday. <laughs> Man, it was like <laughs> it was bonanas. It was hot, but yeah, we had a good time. We had a good time. There was, um, yeah, it was just awesome. I'm tired, but it's worth it. And yeah, that was that well, was congratulations to them. I have not had the pleasure of meeting Chris, but Janea is a sweetheart. She has been so pleasant in every setting I have ever been with her in. Chris was at the live show. Was he at the live show? I don't he know was. if I got a chance to meet him. Yeah, yeah. He was. But, like, well, thank you for coming, Chris, and congratulations to you. And make sure you treat my lady right, because Janae is a sweetheart. And um, yeah, ma'am, I'll come after you. So yeah, <laughs> Chris. Chris uh, harasses me by wearing the Jaden Kia hat every time he sees me. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I saw a horrible person. I saw Sophia, Keisha, and Kia's father. Oh my god! 
wearing a Jaden Kia hat as well. Disturbing. I love it. Oh man. But yeah, uh, it was a, it was a good weekend, a full weekend. And we sailed right into Memorial day where I did a bunch of adulting. I worked for most of the day and did laundry, but was able to sneak away and get, uh, a plate. I got some food um, at Keisha's family's house. So mm-hmm. all to the good. And yeah, now we're here to record and everything like that right there. We are. Shout out to Nicole May Ajumu. I also got a couple of plates uh, <laughs> from from their house. We had some, some veggie, some veggie kebabs and some burgers and some chicken. Uh, I did a we, I did our freckle sauce, me and Santana's freckle sauce. It was it's pepper sauce with guava and cocoa. And, um, and yeah, it was, I love, I love cookouts, but we'll, we were, we are going to get into the cookouts guys. We are going to get into the cookouts, but before we get into the cookouts, let's get into the trash. Yeah, man. Clean up a woman. Cue it, Ty. All right. Sweep, sweep, brush, brush. It's time for the trash. So. Let's start it off with Insecure, which is coming back in August. I'm so hyped. Hallelujah. So hyped. Cannot wait to see because there are there's real Insecure trash out there. <laughs> so apparently Dro and Tasha had a baby. Tasha Dro? had a baby. And it's, and it's Dro's. It's Dro's baby. And real, real, real Dro and Tasha. Dro looked like a transformer in the face. Um, what, did, what did XC say he looked like? What did he say he looked like? Something One of the monsters. stars. <laughs> something is very like mechanical. Like it's something very like I don't know. He looks very Frankensteinish. Industri- very industrial about the face. Yeah, like like he lives in the deserted part of town. I don't know. I just never saw it. That I, I don't know. No, I, I never saw I, it. I never saw he it. definitely got it. He said when he said he looked like one of the monsters, I thought that was spot on. It's like a monster and a garbage pail kid. <laughs> And had a baby. And made a baby Drew. So so Tasha and Drew made a baby Drew. And uh, I kept it a secret until she had the baby. So then they announced that they had the baby together, which Mm -hmm. I find quite interesting. Because she also spoke in an interview about having tried to holler at um, Lawrence um, at one point. Jay Ellis? Jay Ellis. Fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That is the word. Okay. Okay. So Listen, Tasha, make your way around the castes. Yeah, Do your thing. I mean, you know what I'm saying. We we found love in a hopeless place. Congratulations! <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> so wait, wasn't there somebody else though? I felt like I saw on the shade room that like somebody else was like dating him and found out about his baby via the shade room announcement. Well, this nigga announced. Oh, what? Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> Let me pull up. Let's go to the videotape. Please. I just, I'm going to see if I can find it. But yeah, keep talking. But I, I, I think that... Um, I told you to keep talking and then I started talking. So uh, I think that um, I saw that. I, I, I'm pretty sure that I didn't make that up. But it was some girl that was like, girl, I dodged the bullet. Guys, stay looking out for me. Evidently. I mean, I hope I'm not like confusing two stories at once. But I feel as though... I'm um, sure you're pretty spot on. I have confused two stories at once, but that sounds that sounds plausible. Hmm. There was like some question, like like they were saying, like Dro is like not acting at all, like he's actually playing himself because you know his behavior is. Uh... First of all, a nigga who has a baby on the way and never speaks about the baby being on the way, 
<laughs> I just I feel a certain kind of way about that personally. I don't know. I just I can't really get behind that too often. I mean, you have a whole like life coming into this world that you were half responsible for. Like the baby did live in your nuts before oh. lived in her uterus. So I'm just saying I think that I'm not saying you have to like announce I, I don't know. I'm not saying you have to put out like some official announcement, but waiting until the baby is all the way cooked in here is just kind of strange <laughs> to me i don't that's just how i feel about it personally oh, just keeping your private life private and then there's like nigga <laughs> what are you what are you doing right now it's nonsense and foolishment is what it is but yeah i'm going to um i'm sure you I'm had gonna, to go through 1700 because you know the posts. shade room posts like every 47 seconds I'm not mad. I had to actually unfollow the shade room and then just go look at the shade room when I'm ready to go to, to go see what's going on because I can't. Because they will it. take over your life. Like, they did. Absolutely. Yeah, and I can't allow it any longer. It's not healthy. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, let's move on. I'm going to keep looking and then if I find it, I will let you know. Yes, you pop up and, and let me know. Uh-huh. Did you see the Pusha T album cover? <sighs> I'm not ready to talk about it. I mean, yes, I saw it, and yes, I'm disgusted. Okay, I I too am disgusted. Um, it's disrespectful. It is. It's disrespectful, and Pusha T is an idiot, which I hate <laughs> to say that because I was such a Clips fan. I'm I'm so irritated. I think I'm irritated by social media and the fact that I now know. And in the internet, I know all of what's wrong with you as a human being. And it really skews how I listen to your music. Um, We got into a whole debate about that at work, about R. Kelly. And I don't even, yes. The fact that I have to sit here and explain to niggas why why we should not listen to R. Kelly, that that already irritates me. Mm. And it's not that I'm trying to police what other people do, but it's just like, well, where do your morals come in? Because he touches little children. So I just don't understand how you don't feel a way about that. But um, Pusha T and Kanye. So Pusha T, for those who don't know, Pusha T just came out with an album. Uh, He had some original artwork for the album cover. And then he, Kanye wanted complete creative control of 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 the album. And he produced several tracks. He's on the album. The album is also not bad, which I'm really irrit- also irritated to say. Like, the song Santeria is just, I'm like, this is a really good song. And I'm really irritated about it. But, so Kanye got creative control and decided to pay $85,000. I don't know if he ever actually ended up paying it. But $85,000 for the licensing of the picture of Whit- the infamous picture of Whitney Houston's bathroom of what, you know, with the drug paraphernalia and all of that, when she was at the height of her drug addiction. Right. Um, and it's disgusting and it's, it's disrespectful because she, a, because she, as a human being, you need to, why would you glorify somebody's misfortune? Somebody, something that somebody is dealing with somebody's addiction. Why would you glorify that? Like, why would you use that for your for your artwork? You know what I'm saying? And it's not it's not fair to just blame Kanye. I do equally blame Kanye. But you allowed this to happen. You could have very well saw this and be like, absolutely not. I, yeah, I can't. I bruh. No, I, I'm, I'm not heard anybody present a reason 
for, for why the, the photo was chosen. Um, I hear, I did watch an interview that Pusha T did with Angie Martinez and he told the story of how Kanye, um, like he said that they were, they had a photo shoot and there were images that were already selected for the artwork. Everything was set to go. And, you know, at some point, just before the album was set to release, Kanye made a phone call to him at like one in the morning. Like I'm changing the artwork and, um, you know, explain, you know, how much it would cost. And he told Kanye he didn't want to pay for it and all of that. And Kanye said that he would pay for it. But even in all of that story, I didn't hear, I don't know if he didn't say it or just the interview cut off at that point, but I didn't even hear like, well, why was this the picture that was selected? What does it represent? What is is it if there's a reason behind it or anything like that? So me neither. Because my I only, haven't heard that, I just oh my bad. But because yeah, my no my bad. Because I hadn't heard anything like that, it just made me feel like this was some sort of publicity stunt. You know, just well, something to all, get attention. It was it's just it's just low class. It's very tasteless. Like it's tasteless. and it's it's disrespectful to not only Whitney Houston herself. But, you know, to her legacy. And I mean, let's let's be honest. Thank you. Let's be honest. Thank you. Like Whitney Houston had her problems, but she's not the only one that did. She's dead and gone, though. And I, I right. feel like it's completely useless at this point to continue to to drudge up, you know, the worst part of a person's life. Um, you know, and when they're not even here to, to defend themselves. And it's just it's really sad after all that she's accomplished. You know the legend that she is. This is what you this guys is try what to you choose to. to. This is what you choose to reduce all of that to. Like it's, it's just, it's disgusting. It's completely disrespectful, and I hate it. I mean, it's just, it's dumb. It, it, it really is. Right. It's dumb. My only, I, the only thing that I could think of of why they called it that is because the album is why they use that is because the album's called Daytona, and you know the Daytona is a race. And I don't know, I don't know if, you know, that was the only kind of correlation I could think of. But regardless, that was going to be my second point outside of our simple humanity and just the fact that it's not okay to do. You wouldn't do this to anybody in your family. You wouldn't do this to one of your friends. One of your, if one of your friends or your family members died in the same manner, I, I you, you wouldn't you wouldn't glorify it like that. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't put it on display like that. And then, like you said, secondly, my was her legacy. Why would you that like it's disrespectful to her legacy and like and all that she has accomplished, this is what you want to reduce her to. So I couldn't get behind it and publicity stunt or not, like Kanye just continues to show us why he is dead and gone. And I just I can't. I can't I can't get behind it. I can't. Man, it's dumb. Um I um, I did find the young lady's name. Oh. Her name is Kaylin Zahara. Um she says, uh, the surprise baby that, you know, so evidently Tasha posted, you know, put her post up about the baby. The internet got super busy trying to find out who the baby daddy was. Um, and then shortly after Dro, um, just hours after Perry announced her daughter's arrival, Dro shared the black and white photo of the baby as well. Um, along with, uh, with, you know, all the emojis. Um, and all of that. And he says, if their surprise baby news wasn't enough, turns out the delivery was also a prize to Kaylin Zahara, who was Jackson's apparent girlfriend, who found out about his baby on the shade room, just like everybody else. 
She said, wow. these uh, insecure men can never keep it 100. Congrats, though. Um, she said, ladies, listen to your intuition. These dudes, uh, I don't know why they put this in front of it. I don't know. They blocked the part of it out. They said, they'll be eating your food, laying up with you, taking you out on dates, et cetera, but got kids on the way without you knowing. Tough. These insecure men can never keep it 100. Congrats, though. Wow. So this sounds like a real life episode of Insecure. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> just out here living his most trifling life. Um. <laughs> I don't know who uh, Kaylin Zahara is, but evidently she's been laid up with, with uh, what, what is his real name? Sarunis? Sarunis Jackson. Yeah. He looked like his name. Uh, Sarunis Jackson. That's Stro's real name. I have to look this up because I need to see. Oh, you're right. Sarunas. Mm-hmm. That's okay. All right. Yeah. But she had a, a video where she's, you know, going off. going off about it. Well, you know, that's, that's, that's our publicity now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, did you see the video of Blue Ivy checking Mama Tina? <laughs> Listen, children just have a way of getting you together. You're not supposed really to do it. You're not supposed to do that, Grandma. That's not right. Get it together. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that, Grandma. <laughs> mm-hmm. And told her repeatedly. Listen. That video gave me all the life. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, the NFL, if for those who don't know and for those who are interested oh, in God. football, the NFL is now going to penalize any player who refuses to stand for the national anthem. I believe you have the option of waiting in the locker room. But if you are anywhere on the field or bench, if you do not stand for the national anthem, you will be penalized. And I believe that every single owner in the NFL has signed on to this outside of two. Mm. Which is just really disgusting to think about. Um, When I read headlines like that and then I think about the episodes of The Handmaid's Tale that I watch... I realize how much closer we are to hell. Uh, so, yeah, I don't care about football. Um, I'm not interested in it, uh, especially with all of everything that's been surrounding it. But that's that. <clears throat> and then lastly, mm-hmm. apparently Jada Pinkett and Gabrielle Union have had some kind of beef. Uh, I need to watch this episode of The Red Table. Honey. I am, I am excited about tuning in. Um, I saw the little trailer that they did for it. Um, cause while I was watching my makeup brushes this weekend, I got caught up <laughs> on the red table and, you know, I just, I'm excited. I want to hear, I hope they go right. I hope they really get into the details of their beef because I need to know what it was all about. I'm just, that's just my. Did you even know there was a beef? I did, but evidently it was like, you know, US, it was ribeye. It wasn't, we, we wasn't talking about no, uh, you know, we wasn't talking about no ground beef. We was we was up here in the, you know, it was the fattier cut. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, marbleized. Yes, indeed. Oh, I had no clue. So I didn't know that there was a feud ever. Yes, evidently they had had some long-standing beef. It was spanning years. Um, apparently, like a decade or some. Yeah, shit. yeah. They they've been they've been. I mean, you know, good quiet shade. <laughs> <laughs> good quiet shade. I, I am I, I am curious to know how much of this because the thing about it is I don't really look at Auntie Jada as 
one to really hold beef with nobody for no reason. I feel like Jada has evolved in such a way. Um, and I think one of the, I think this red table show that she's doing is, it's just so awesome because I feel like we get insight into that evolution. Cause I think right. we get to see her talk about and reflect on like Jada, you know, when her and Will first got together and how young she was and how much she's learned and like how that has kind of shaped how she sees things now, right. like her perspectives now. Right. Um, and she is a Baltimore girl. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and I really feel like she was real, you know, like Stoney wasn't a far cry. <laughs> like no. Stoney wasn't a far cry at one point. Um, but you know, she's come to a space, you know, she's through, through her different experiences and different challenges that she's had to face throughout her life and career is really like refined her into the auntie Jada that, that she is now. And right. I think that this, that's just like a dynamic story because it, it helps people like me who is just like, you know, trash fundamentally. And I just feel <laughs> like, you know, life, you know, if we just keep living life, we're going to continue to get better. And I think Jada, I look forward to it now because I just, when you talk, like I, I watched her episode with, um, with uh, Trey's mom, like the blended family episode. Mm-hmm. And just like listening to her, I was like, Jada is so wise. Like, <laughs> she's just so wise. Like she, she's just a very, um, I, I'm, I really appreciate the depth of her character. And she's articulate but she's and graceful, but she's real. I just feel, and, yeah, there's so, like there's a richness there. Like who yeah. Jada is, is like such, like I, I, I think that's awesome. And that's what I aspire to be. Like, we have to have, like, we're all complex, multidimensional people. Like, there's no, in, in flat, you know, people are boring. You know, people who are just one note, just the same time, you know, just the same way all mm-hmm. the time. It's blah, 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 you know. But Jada has, I feel like she's this, an intensity and an intentionality behind Jada that intrigues me to her, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. when she listens, I'm like, yo, I want to know more about what Jada thinks about things. Um, which is refreshing because we don't get that a whole lot. No, we don't. Yeah. She's just not exposing herself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here for it. I'm I'm ready to see it, you know, and I'm 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 here for it. I also appreciate I don't connect with her as much, but I appreciate the evolution of Gabrielle Union. I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> I, I like I I've spoken on it before, but I do appreciate her her view on I told you I appreciate her, you know, her on her being honest and speaking on her truth about her being a mean girl and evolving out of that and just trying to learn to be a better person. Um, like I said, I don't connect with her like that. Right. But <laughs> I can appreciate the growth and her speaking on her growth um, and acknowledge it. So I'm going to give her that much. Yeah, I'm not But close. I'm very I'm, curious yeah. to see. <laughs> I'm hoping that this conversation with Jada will... Um, you know, change your mind. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Being Mary Jane is not helping her case. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Not at all. It just don't help her case. But enough of all of that. Yeah, man. Let's get into some graduation announcements. Let's get into some substance. Let's do it. My sister's popping right now. Like time for our graduation announcements. Our favorite time of the year. Yeah. Um, and we have plenty of them, so we're going to go ahead and get right on into it. Move, move, move. 
Our first one is from Beverly Holiday. Be Holiday. She says, hello, Kia and Jade. I hope this makes it to you to, for tomorrow's show. I'm such a procrastinator and it did not, but you made it this week. I would like to give myself, Beverly Holiday, a major shout out for graduating with my Bachelor's of Arts in English Literature with a minor in Communications from Fayetteville State University in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Most thought I would never have finished, but I did. My 10-year class reunion is this weekend, and I wanted to have my degree by then. I'm so proud of myself because I almost lost the desire to want to finish my degree. Thank you, too, for both inspiring and keeping me entertained through the way. P.S. Kia, thanks for the follow on Twitter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sure congratulations, thing, Beverly. Yeah, man. Congratulations. That's what's up. The next email comes from Chi. Uh, Chi wants to give two quick graduation shout outs first. She wants to shout out her friend Kim, who graduated on May 11th from the University of Missouri, Kansas City, with a doctorate in pharmacy. Congrats, Dr. Kim. My Nija sister. Yes. Uh, also wants to give a shout out to her little sister from Big Brothers, Big Sisters, uh, Dominique. She graduates uh, May 23rd from Lawrence High School in Lawrence, Kansas, and will go on to college at Baker University. Uh, she and Dominique got matched when she was only in the eighth grade. So she's very proud. She's a very, very proud big sister. She um, gave attached pictures of both Dr. Kim and Dominique. So congrats to both of you ladies for these wonderful accomplishments. We're so very proud of you. Absolutely. Our next one comes from Tiffany Harris. She says, praise the Lord, Jade and Kia. I'd like to shout out my besties. And yes, I said bestiest. Oh, my bestiest. Okay. Yes, I said bestiest. <laughs> from Zaza Howard, who is graduating from the University of Houston. Hey, U of H Cougars <laughs> with a bachelor's finance may 26 2018 she worked hard and has taken longer than she wanted but she was persistent and finished i'm so proud of her and i know she wants to she's gonna kill it sending love from indianapolis to houston hashtag team type and fash hashtag getting grown for real for real so congratulations zaza i think it's jaja but yes jaja or zaza as it's zs right zsa right jaja yeah man so congrats jaja uh, we have another email. Well, we have an email from, um, the next, I should say, the next shout out also comes from, um, Tiff, a, a woman named Tiffany. She writes, hello, ladies. I would like to shout out Shanta Mae Alexander from Sacramento for graduating from Shaw University. Uh, she has Crohn's disease. So going to college out of state was a total struggle. After a few setbacks, she was able to overcome the challenges, including chemotherapy and was able to achieve her goal in graduating from Shaw. So congratulations, Shanta. And thanks so much, Tiffany, for writing in. Uh, we're super proud of you, uh, Shanta, Shanta May. We're, Absolutely. Um, know it's super hard, especially I can relate having an autoimmune condition. I know what that's like, but you persevere and you beat it, sis. So congrats on getting your degree. Absolutely. And I know what it, I know, I, I know all about, um, all about Crohn's disease. So I had a friend who dealt with that. So shout out to you shout out to you for getting absolutely through. absolutely our next one comes from samantha hutchinson she says praise the lord niggas please forgive me for blowing your dms up All right. <laughs> i didn't even know i just found <laughs> y'all's email i'm so proud to announce that i've officially walked the stage at the george washington university this past weekend and completed my master's degree in education and human development specializing in clinical mental health counseling this past december and I'm now an officially a licensed counselor in the state of Maryland after multiple exams, background checks, and non-refundable fees. No, that's right. So we want to shout out Samantha Hutchinson. Um, 
who finished with a 3.98 GPA. You better hey. do it. You better do it. And she is now going on to pursue her PhD. Love it. So hashtag team type and cash, hashtag black mental health matters. So congratulations to you, Samantha. Absolutely. We read your email. We're proud of you and your family um, for persevering through all your family has had to deal with. Um, so the next email comes from Yinka. Yinka says, hello, Jade and Kia. Thank you for a wonderful podcast. I listen every week. Thank you, sis. My name is Yinka. I would like to shout out my two younger sisters, Abiola, who graduated with a master's in nutrition from the University of Incarnate Word, San Antonio, on May the 12th. And Abim, Abim, oh, girl, Abimbola. Abim, Abimbola. Abimbola. <laughs> Sorry. Abimbola. I can read. Who graduated with a bachelor's in nutrition from the University of Texas at Austin on May 19th. They're both going to do bigger things, and I'm super proud of them. Thank you so much for the shout-out, Jade and Kia. You guys are awesome at what you do. Uh, Yinka. Thank you for writing in, Yinka, and congratulations to your sisters, Abiola and Abimbola. Yes, indeed. I will, I promise that I, I apologize for um, saying your Probably. name for butchering it. I apologize. Yes, indeed. Our next one comes from Kiaya Carter. She says, hey, my good sisters, my name is, oh, Kaya, <laughs> rhymes with Skaya. Uh-huh. <laughs> and on May 19th, I graduated from Miami University with my Master of Science in Student Affairs in Higher Education. Being a full-time student, owning a business, Black and Bold. Oh, hey, was no easy task. But oh, God, yeah. thank you for providing the weekly laugh, shade, and encouragement needed to get through. Thank you. So congratulations to you, Scott. Ka- Kaya, look, look at me. I'm looking mm-hmm. at all the things. I promise I also can read. Kaya, congratulations to you. I believe she sent us some t-shirts, and my favorite one is Fuck It, I Will Do It. Yes, indeed. Black woman. Yes, indeed. I, <laughs> I wear that, that wear all the time. Awesome. Very, very All awesome. the time. <laughs> and people always gag. I wore it to a, a conference last year, the Ash Conference, the, last year when the conference was in Houston. Everyone was like, oh my God, I love your shirt. Yeah. Yes. So... I, I cut mine up into a muscle tank and I wore it this weekend, actually got mm-hmm. tons of compliments. Absolutely. <laughs> Congratulations. Sis. Yes. Uh, the next email says, dear Jade and Kia, writing to shout out my beautiful niece, Jada Chanel Funderburk. Jada graduated from North Carolina A&T University, magna cum laude, with a bachelor's of science degree in criminal justice, Aggie Pride. During her time in uh, North Carolina A&T, Jada was inducted into Four honor societies, uh, Alpha Phi Sigma Criminal Justice, Phi Alpha Delta Law Fraternity, Alpha Kappa Mu Honor Society, and the Golden Key Honor Society. She'll continue her journey on Team Typing Fast when she starts law school at the University of South Carolina in August uh, as a scholarship awardee. So that's it, honey. Secure the bag. Thank you, both. (laughs) Thank you both for your transparency and devotion to this podcast. It's about time we academics had a space to share and grow. Hashtag Team Typing Fast. That's from... LaShawn Simpson. Thank you, LaShawn. Thank you, LaShawn. Um, shout out to Jada. Proud of you, sis. Yes, congratulations. Our next one comes from Taryn. She says, hey, ladies, my name is Taryn. I graduated May 21st from St. John's University in Queens with a bachelor's degree in biology with a minor in chemistry. Thank you guys for helping me with my transition into adulting. I'm still trying. We are too. Listen, Love right. you guys. Congratulations, <laughs> Taryn. Yes, such good work. Uh, Albert, Brandy, and John want to give a shout out to one of their closest friends, Remington Holt. He completed his master's in special education, K-12 certification 
from Lipscomb University in Nashville this May. After finishing a bachelor's of science in elementary ed and child development, double major with a minor in human and organizational leadership at Vanderbilt University, class of 2012. He's using his degrees to consult local schools and school districts on the culture and social knowledge needed to effectively educate children of color and to love them well. We're proud of our friend and the world changer he is, bringing illumination in areas of ignorance for the benefit of minority children in his city and soon nationwide. (laughs) You're all right over there. Oh my God. That was so scary. Sorry. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Remington. I'm going to get this together. Um, And nationwide, just wait, as well as educating his friends and his community on the experiences of minorities. You make us all better, Rem. Thank you for the shout outs and giving us a way to celebrate our friend. Sincerely, John E. So uh, thank you, John. Albert and Brandy for shouting out Remington. And I'm sorry that uh, I had a little catastrophe during the middle of the shout out. (laughs) But we're proud of you and all the awesome work that you're doing in the world of education. Keep typing fast, my brother. You better be doing all of that with a name like Remington. Indeed. Mad dick no vibe. comes from Brandy Scott. She says, hey, family, it's that time of year again. Last year, I shouted out Jasmine Isaacs. This year, we're celebrating my best friends. Congratulations to Valeria Cosme and Makivia Praise Brody. They're both graduating from Northampton, uh, excuse me, Northampton Community College. Val graduated with a degree in communications design and new media and communications design and print web. Praise graduated with a degree in business admin and a sociology minor. Hey, come on, these girls are absolute. Right. I love it. (laughs) These girls are absolute magic and I'm thankful for them every day. I never thought I would have role models that are my age, but here they are. And my lucky ass gets to call them my best friends. I know you both have bright futures and I'm excited to be along for the ride to support thanks jade and kia for highlighting all our cousins who are getting degrees and typing fast you know we will thank you so much for writing in brandy and congratulations valeria and praise praise i love it black people black people we're just so good we're the best indeed the next email comes from lily who says love and adore you both uh and the podcast wants to keep it short because she knows that there are tons of shout outs uh but she would like to shout out herself for completing an MBA with a double concentration in management and marketing last Monday from St. Peter's University in New Jersey. Congratulations to all 2018 graduates and congratulations to you, Lily, because you did that. Yes, Lily, you did that in so many ways, including this very brief email. Brevity. (laughs) Last one says, hey, cousins, my name is Kanisha and I want to give a shout out to my baby cousin, Amaya, who will be graduating this Thursday, May 31st from DeSoto High School. Yes, in DeSoto, Texas. Come on. So super proud of her as she is headed to Jarvis Christian College, despite being born premature and growing up with dyslexia. Dream big, baby girl. Love you guys. Thank you so much to to Kanisha. Thank you for writing in, Kanisha. And congratulations, Amaya. We know that you're going to have an amazing journey in college. Um, I'm going to do the same thing I did last week. I have one more shout out. I want to do this. Not in the email. Okay. Um, this is my, my good little sis, Brittany. She graduated from the university of Houston this weekend. Um, she has a young daughter named Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn is like 11, 10 or 11 years old. Um, and she's been raising her as a single mother. Uh, and she did it. And then she also, as soon as she walked off the stage this weekend, she got engaged. Um, so congratulations to Brittany. I'm super proud of her. She is really 
push through um, and I had to give her a shout out and congratulations to all of our graduates. Wait, wait, wait. I got one more too. So oh, yes. you all know, as you all know, Teen Typing Fast is hosting a makeup makeover and regalia photo shoot. Yes. Uh, it wrapped up this week and we have announced our winner today. So I want to give a shout out to Jasmine L. Amin, who graduated with the Masters in Information Systems. She is our winner. Um, hey. So Jasmine, send me your DM to claim your prize um, and check out the announcement post. There are several people who have uh, sent you congratulations and are all super proud of you. She's a disabled Army veteran. Um, and, you know, overcame quite a bit to complete a degree. So we're, we're really excited to be a blessing to Jasmine. And we look forward to sharing, uh, hopefully sharing some of her photos from her makeover and regalia photo shoot. So shout out to you, Jasmine. Shout out to everyone who entered and shout out to everyone who continues to support, um, yes. you know, us with what we're trying to do with Team Typing Fast and everyone who's sending in graduation announcements and celebrating everyone. We're all out here working hard. Um, trying to make it happen because as we know, we live in a crazy world. There is tons of work to be done and we need to be seated at the right tables in order to do it and make sure Amen. that we're doing it well. So, uh, yeah, that's what's up. Amen. Shout out to you, Jasmine. Congratulations. Yeah, this is going to be an amazing opportunity for you. Shout out to all of our graduates. Um, we can't wait to see who writes in next week. Yeah, man. And now we can move on to the kitchen table. Support for today's episode of Getting Grown comes from Lioness. A lot has changed in the world since the 1980s, but for the most part, our understanding of female sexuality hasn't. That's because we've hardly seen any dedicated research on the matter since then. Enter Liz and Anna, today's sponsors and the founders of the Lioness Vibrator. They're here to fight the outdated stigmas and societal taboos that have held us back for decades. The Lioness Vibrator is the first and only health tracker for your sex life. With unique technology never before available outside of research labs, you can self-experiment and learn about your own body in a whole new way. Simple. Use it like any normal vibrator and sync it to your app to gain new insights into your sex life and have fun with some self-experimentation. Use the insights for yourself or share what you learn with a partner. Learn more and take 15% off your Lioness at lioness.io forward slash grown. That's L-I-O-N-E-S-S dot I-O slash G-R-O-W-N. All right, boys and girls, cats and dogs, hamburgers and hot dogs, chicken and ribs, peanut butter and jelly, socks and thentlemen. Shout out to Tracy May. <laughs> Tracy May says socks and thentlemen when she does her uh, Sunday slay makeover Instagram lives, makeup Instagram lives. So shout out to Tracy May. And shout out to all the socks and sentiment on Memorial Day. We are going to do something light and bright and easy breezy, but still very important. We're going to have an episode all about cookouts. We're going to talk about the do's and the don'ts, the rules and regulations of cookout attendance uh, and cookout hosting, perhaps. But we wanted to just get into it because, you know, cookouts are going to be a mainstay during the summer. You know, it's kind of like what we do as a people. Mm -hmm. It's a part of adulting because, you know, as we grow older, there are different, you know, the ways in which we engage in the cookout culture change. So we wanted yep. to, you know, just have some good kitchen table talk about what we should and should not be doing in the cookout space. Um, I did a little Instagram live prior to recording and was joined by uh, many, 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 many blacks. Um, who had many, 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 many comments and much insight about uh, cookout etiquette and protocol. So I'm going to kick off the conversation 
by just running down some of the do's and don'ts, mostly don'ts, <laughs> uh, what we should not be doing. And I guess we'll just let the conversation flow from there because I know that my yeah. good sis, Chef Jade of All Jades, has a, a running list of do's and don'ts as well. Mm. So I guess the very yeah. first, uh, the first don't, the very first rule of cookout attendance, um, I shouldn't even have to say it, but it is don't come empty handed. Empty handed. <laughs> oh, thank you. Let's just yes. get right into it. Number don't come empty handed. Don't come empty handed. Don't come to anybody's house empty handed. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, uh, just don't do it. A bottle and a bag of ice always does the yeah. job. Yeah. And that, that that brings me to the second rule. If they tell you to bring ice, bring ice. <laughs> bring bring ice. ice. Don't say don't you say that. Don't say they ran out. <laughs> just keep going until you find it. Don't stop till you find it. Uh, but but don't show up without the ice because ice is absolutely absolutely critical to the cook cook cookout experience. It's a it's the quintessential you, you, part you can't of the have cookout. It. You can't have one without it. It's one of the pillars of the cookout. And trust trust and believe that if all you were asked to bring was ice, it's probably because you can't cook <laughs> and nobody feels safe with your food. Um and you need to contribute to what's going on. Most of the time on. if I'm coming to the cookout, I try to call the host, let them know I'm on my way. Or, you know, sometimes I'll just stop off GP. If I get some gas, yeah. If I get, especially if I stop and get some gas or pick up something from the store, if I'm leaving, I'll just get a bag of ice on the way off, out off GP because ice is That's absolutely essential. You got to have it. You got to have it. You need to have you the ice. Have like bring the ice. Um, what else did the good people have? I want to see if they get. To there was a the there was a whole <laughs> potato salad segment. There was a whole potato salad segment. So the first we'll, we'll just we'll just start the first. Uh, the first being, you know, you don't want any foreign objects or substances in the potato salad. So we don't want anything like, you know, raisins mm. or celery raisins. or uh, <laughs> uh, corn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who puts corn in peas? potato salad? I mean, people just put all kinds of carrots, things of that nature. So, no, those are not things. There are only a few things that go in the potato people know salad. What, what, what should be in your potato salad? Your basics, your basics for potato salad mm -hmm. are potatoes. Okay, make sure that they're not mealy and gross. And, um, yeah, they got to be good, done. Oh, go we ahead. don't want them. We don't want they them to be, be raw. Oh, yes, we don't want them to be raw. We don't want them. We don't want them mealy, but we do not want them raw. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to no. crunch on a potato unless Absolutely. it's um, Also, your basics in your potato salad. Do not over mayo your potato salad. Remember, you can always add more. You cannot yeah. add less. Nobody likes. It's got to so, be the right consistency. It can't be too wet. Can't be too wet. You know what I'm saying? A little mustard in there to balance the mayo. Not too much. Nobody wants your tangy ass. And it should be salad, yellow. Okay? Like too yellow. It does not need No, nobody wants your sunflower colored <laughs> potato salad. It's not potato salad. Okay? Also, I, I know that there is a preference. You know, make sure you have a nice ratio on your veggies that go in your potato potato salad. Everybody likes to have a teeny little crunch, but also don't over like don't don't let the vegetables overpower. Make sure you chop up your onions. The last thing I want is to bite into a giant raw chunk onion. of onion in raw my potato onion. salad. Mm -hmm. That's not where mm -hmm. it's at, homeboy. Mm -hmm. That's not where it's at, fam. Don't do it. A little green, a, a little bell, bell pepper, pepper is acceptable. You know what I'm saying? A little, a little scallion, scallion is acceptable, little absolutely. Onion. And I'll even tolerate, you, you know, know, pickle. 
a relish of some sort. I, I prefer, I know some people prefer a tangy. I prefer a sweet relish in my potato salad. I think it balances. Yes, it cuts, it cuts uh, the, the mayo a bit. It cuts the mayo a bit and uh, the season. Just, just a, a hint. hint. And it doesn't make it sweet, but it kind of, it does kind of counter the, you know, the, the start, the, the uh, saltiness of the mayonnaise. And don't forget the egg. Don't forget the egg and the paprika. That was on another top. rule. We are not. You've got to have <laughs> like, paprika for coloring. Don't bring your pale, pasty potato salad around me. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, unless you're doing a German potato salad, which I absolutely I don't know. Love. I don't know her. Um, I don't know her. Well, so for my good mm-hmm. food people, um, I always, when I do a cookout at the crib, I do two types of potato salad. I do our classic black potato salad that we just talked about. Oh, and for Dustin. Oh, also, please salt the water when you boil your potatoes <laughs> so that some kind of flavor gets through. Guys, it is important. I understand that we talk about the mayo and the mustard and all of those things are very key. Also, what's key is seasoning your damn Gotta potato do salad. I don't like salt, pepper, some garlic, throw some seasoning in your potato salad. Nobody like the mayo and the mustard and the relish are not getting ready to season sometimes, the potatoes. Sometimes a little dill, a little celery seed. A little dill. Yes. A little celery seed. <laughs> Blackness. You need a little celery seed in your potato salad. And I put a little celery seed today and I put I put a little bit of Tony's. Just, just a, a little hint. Tony's is, just, just, a, a just to give it a little a little kick. <laughs> Just a little like, mm. what's this? Do you remember the butler? <laughs> Did you this? see the movie The Butler? My no, favorite, one of my favorite, 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 like uh, moments, movie moments. Oprah with Oprah in a movie moments is Oprah in The Butler because at some point she's drunk. She has a friend over, and mm-hmm. they're eating dinner, and her and her friend are tipsy. Mm-hmm. Their husbands are not because they've been drinking the pink champagne. So they're just giggling at the table and have a good time. Her friend is like, girl, this potato salad is so good. What you put in this potato salad? She said, don't tell nobody. I put some dill in it. Like <laughs> When I tell you, I remember watching that. I was with Steve. Shout out to Dr. Mobley. And shout out to Candace. I was at, we were at Candace's house. When I tell you, we, we rewound that part like 50 <laughs> times because I... Yelled. Yeah, I put some dill in it. And they're like, girl, you put some dill in it. Yo, Black it was this. optimal blackness. It just it made my Black soul this. sing. It really did. It really did. Um it was just yes. The joy the joy of talking about uh, proper potato salad. Ma- it was a black girl magic moment. Uh yeah. I like I'm gonna oh, go watch it just for I that. put some dill in it and they like <laughs> hot five. Like, girl, you had dick. <laughs> yeah. Yes. so good so good but yes there was a potato salad uh the other rule that came up in the list was don't put the potato salad in the sun your potato salad been sitting out all day you got you know you got to have that in the house if we outside cooking by the grill your potato salad not supposed to be outside send the people inside to get their potato salad because it's got to stay cold we don't want it or put it on some ice. If you just so want to really have everything out there sit it in a cooler tell the people they got to go in the cooler to get it that's it. The potato, the potato salad's in the cooler. <laughs> oh, man, man, man. Y'all know how it goes. You be at the cookout. You be like, where the buns? Where the, the potato salad's in the cooler. Go over there and get the potato salad it be, out. It, it be in the cooler oh, with do. the cheese for the cheeseburgers. 
And it be in the cooler yes, sometimes, yes. you know, with the tartar sauce, if we having a, if somebody frying fish or something. But there's like a cooler, there's a cooler mm-hmm. that got, it doesn't have drinks in it. It's got like all the extra food stuff that needs to stay no. cold. Yeah. You need to make sure you go in the right cooler because oh, yes. it's different there's, ones. Uh, you, they're you got to, and they don't have to be labeled, but people will just tell you and you just know. Uh, just no. Uh uh-uh, uh, that's the one with the beer. Uh uh-uh, uh, that's yeah, the one the kids yes, can go. That with. was another rule that came up. They was like, uh, <laughs> adults. Somebody said this made me laugh. It's like adults should know that um, soda is for like. I guess they were saying don't drink up the kids' juice. <laughs> don't don't drink up the kids' juice. <laughs> the juice is for the kids at the cookout. If you are an adult, you're either drinking water, soda, or alcohol. Don't drink up the kids' juice. Don't drink up the kids' juice. Um, that's the kids cooler. I will. I I do have to. I have to shout out. I have to shout out one of the kids who was at our cookout. He was twelve. He was one of the older ones, so he wanted to be in the kitchen helping. I mean, he was just so he was wonderful. So I I made a mm. watermelon salad. Um. Yes, I did. A, I did something bougie for oh, the cookout. Per it's usual, fine. nobody. I did a watermelon. Salad. Nobody. I, I mean, I love. I do my classics, but I I did a watermelon salad. What does that even mean? Feta. What's in a watermelon so, salad? So I chopped up, I chopped up a, a good, ripe, juicy watermelon, and um, and then I put some fresh basil in it, and some feta cheese, and drizzled just a teeny bit of avocado oil on top. I don't know. Sis. I don't know. I'm nervous. Refreshing. Sometimes you can put a little mint or a little cilantro, and you could put some diced jalapeno. I'm telling you, a watermelon salad. That sound like is a salad. Delicious. You said three things: watermelon and cheese and avocado oil. Yeah, nigga, it's cold and it's fruit. I don't know. It's a salad. All right. I'm going to let y'all have it. I'm going to let y'all have it. I acknowledge it was a bougie dish at my cookout. Yes, I acknowledge that. Um, let's talk about the beans. Okay. So I have. Oh, no. I didn't get into the young man. Okay. I'm sorry. So the young man took the two halves of the watermelon. I didn't. I scooped the good, a good portion out. He said, Can you just leave me a little bit? I said, Sure. The young man scooped all the watermelon, used the immersion blender, <laughs> added a little water and a teeny bit of simple syrup, and made us a watermelon juice. Whoa. This, this, I, this I was little young away. king is going to be on like Chop Junior or something. I hope so. And then when I took it and I started pouring it into my liquor, he was like, You're going to put a little bit in your alcohol? Oh my God. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> I said, I sure am. <laughs> oh, man. The children are so old. They're grown. But let's get into the beans. Okay, there was one beans rule that made my list, and then I'll let you have it. Okay. This person says, if you are bringing baked beans, if that's mm-hmm. your contribution, be sure mm-hmm. to bring them warm. Don't mm-hmm. bring no cold baked beans to the function um, mm-hmm. and ask mm-hmm. me to heat them up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Unless so, you made them yesterday and then absolute actually no. Put your beans in the oven before you leave the house. Put your beans in the oven. Yes. And make and bring them warm. Like they don't have to be like well, they should be fresh out. Well, yes, that's what I'm saying. I guess that's what they were saying. Don't bring them from your refrigerator to the cookout and expect yeah. them to be warmed up on the premises. Have the decency to warm your food up before you leave the house so that you're coming with a ready dish. Ready. Because <laughs> there's already, let me tell you, a black cookout already starts way too late. Okay. Let's just talk about it. <laughs> we don't right? have time. And you should not, you should not, you should be respectful that, and, and remember that the host probably already has stuff in the oven warming up that they made. Yes. They, they don't have, they don't have space 
or time to be warming up your beans. And they're they're warming up the primary food. Remember, if you are being invited, you're bringing in the secondary food. <laughs> so you need to make sure that you come with your prepared dish so that you are not getting in the way in the kitchen. All right. That's it. And don't bring no beans straight out the can. That's disgusting. I know one of my homeboys told me one time, he somebody told him they were going to bring the baked beans to the cookout. And these niggas brought cans of beans, opened them, and put them on the table. I will actually, I would have asked them to leave. I, I We would have never had a friendship. There's that. no, that is, might be the most disrespectful thing I've heard. In, in like, how dare time. you? You didn't even doctor them up. Like, like what does that even mean? I mean, I do my beans from scratch, but you didn't even have the decency to doctor up the beans. You didn't put a little bacon, a little syrup in them. You didn't like you didn't put a little mustard in them, like nothing. That's ugly. Oh, it's just so ugly. I like all kinds of beans at the, and I will say that the cookout is a, a high cholesterol event <laughs> because it's nothing but meat. I like meat in my beans. Yeah, yeah. And this is going to be a rule for me because I, I understand that there are several people, many people who have decided that they no longer eat the pork and that's fine. You know, that's your choice. Um, but I feel like you need to make that clear. Um, you need to acknowledge that if you say that you're going to bring the baked beans that, um, you, you may need to consider <laughs> that everyone has not, does not share your sentimental beliefs around, uh, pork and pork consumption. So, yeah. um, I'm going to say this. Uh, don't put turkey <laughs> bacon in my beans. Don't, don't ever don't, don't put turkey bacon in front of me. Don't period, put turkey bacon in my baked beans. No, my. no, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Because God didn't make that. No, y'all are not getting ready. Put this salty, salty flavor, turkey flavored <laughs> styrofoam up in anything that I'm getting ready mm. to eat. I don't want it for breakfast, Sam. I am. I don't want it in my baked beans. <laughs> I don't want it in my toast. I don't want turkey bacon in no part of my life. God, you all can that. have that. Now, I will say I have made a bean with a ground turkey in it. I'm not mad at that. Well, I don't feel like I've ever delicious. had that though. I should, but I, I mean, I'm not offended. But ground turkey, I feel like you know you can grind up turkey. Like I don't know. There's no bacon on turkey. So I no, don't know there's what, no bacon. There's no bacon on turkey. Bacon is that's, that's not the best thing. Right. But yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Go back to your beans rules. We got to have meat. We have to. Ha I, I like, like I said, I like the meat and the beans. Um, but if you're not going to put meat in the beans, don't try, like, don't try to substitute it with the turkey bacon and make sure my big, my main rule is season your food. You know what I'm saying? Like just doctor make it up, it just give good. it a little bit of love. Make it taste like, good. Make, make it something that people want to eat. Uh -huh. But I love all kinds of beans. I did a bean. I like a good sweet baked bean, you know, a good classic one with some, with some bacon in it. But I have done a bean, um, with some ground meat and some tomatoes and some chilies. And it's just been a good, like heart, almost, almost like a chili, but like primarily beans. Um, I have done that before at a cookout and that's also equally delicious, but yeah, don't ever put turkey bacon in my beans. Don't do it. Please don't do it. So um, there was a section or, well, I guess a, a group of comments um, around this particular thing. Uh, specifically fixing plates to go. Um, so people had a lot to say about this. So I guess the first rule that came up was let everyone eat before you pack your plate. 
Absolutely. Um, second. I know you good aunties love to walk up in the place and pack a plate first yes, thing. So that, that was you the second one. That was the second one. The second one was like, don't pack your plate to go before you pack the plate that you're going to eat there. Um, Raggedy. And, and we don't want to stop hiding your place in my microwave. <laughs> get your plate out of my the- microwave. If it's in my microwave, it's mine. Get out, get your plate Thank out of my you. microwave. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I'm going to be very uh, irritated. Don't put your foil covered nothing in my microwave or in my refrigerator unless I told you okay. that you can make mm-hmm. a plate to go. Oh, I got to make a, you know, I got to make a plate for Daryl because yes. he can't make it to the, he can't make it to the cookout until 730. Don't, don't make a plate. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Right. Right. <laughs> unless you clear these things with the host, you cannot make plates for people who are not invited or are not there. Um, yes. And, and you cannot make plates for yourself. Uh, until all the guests that are actually present have eaten. Um, and don't bring your own you tubbleware. That was right there. You, you being the people See? are, y'all are on a board. That was actually, <laughs> we are one. That was, I yeah. love y'all. Don't bring your own tupperware. <laughs> it's more specifically, don't bring your own spaghetti stain tupperware. Nobody wants that. Nobody Thank wants you. that. That's really, that's really what, it what it's all about. I think that's all the, the packing the plates rules mm-hmm. but let's move on to and don't be using up all my foil mm, you know what excellent. i'm saying like Good one. don't be using up all my foil so you can pack your plates like you are not only are you eating my food which i have so graciously invited you over to do and nine times out of ten i tell people to pack a to-go plate you know what i'm saying because i have too much food left over and w- that you know what that's another okay rule. when the host tells you it's okay to pack a to-go plate that does not mean that you take one of the remaining foil containers, one of the big oh, foil pans, and pack half of the damn cookout a food pan. in mm-hmm. that. A pan is not a to-go plate. When the when the host tells you that you can take some food to go, be courteous and leave some food for the host to have left over, unless they flat out tell you, I, like Crystal. You go over Crystal's house, Crystal will be like, "I don't want this <laughs> shit in my fridge with you." Or I'm going to throw it away. That is the only way that you take a whole something out of somebody's house. But if they don't tell you to do that, don't do that. And there is a proper way to your to the point that you made just before that very important rule about uh, the foil pans. Um, don't use all my aluminum foil. There is a way to wrap your to-go plate such that you don't have to use 77 feet of foil. For one play. Thank you. Um, so Thank you. whatever whatever we need to do, I don't know if we need to have a tutorial or post a video on YouTube so. to teach the people yeah. how to properly pack a plate or wrap a plate without using up all of the foil wrap. Maybe we need to look into that because that seems to be a pervasive problem <laughs> in, in our it community. Does. It seems to be. Because y'all niggas think you got to use a CVS Y'all got to receipt. wrap that joint. You got to wrap it like you wrap your hand with toilet paper. You don't have to wrap this plate up like that. You really um, yeah, don't. You don't. All you have to do is just crunch around the sides. You know Listen. what I'm saying? You might need to take one more little sliver so that you can get those last corners and they're not exposed to the elements. But you don't need to use the host. You don't need to use 15 feet of Listen. their foil to wrap the to-go plate that you were so graciously offered to and take you know what? from their you home. You know what else troubles me? What bothers me is when people don't, they underestimate how much foil they will need. And then they got to keep tearing off like you got to know you got to be able to eyeball it and say okay i need this much foil i'm just gonna rip off this much but no you you rip off only about three-fourths of what you need then you got to go back and then you end up getting too much 
And you're not you latticing like, a pie. It's too, much. it's too much. It's too much. I don't know. You're not latticing a pie. You're not packing a gift. You are wrapping a to-go plate. Kind of makes me think that there are no more big mamas no more because, I mean, the children don't know, like, not even children, but grown folks. Like, who raised y'all? Y'all don't know how to wrap a to-go plate. I don't know. It's okay, though. We're going to be all right together. We're going to hold each other up. Right. Um, so, yes, I think we're moving into entertainment. Uh, there was a okay. rule someone said, please, 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 if you're going to be in charge of the music, you're going to turn on your Pandora, you got to, ha- or your Spotify, or your title, your Apple playlist, you got to have commercial free radio. The girls don't want to hear your commercials. No ads. Let me tell you No something. ads. They don't want to hear your ads. I don't want to hear about Jared's <laughs> Jewelers while I am at, while we are at the cookout. Okay, I want endless music. Get your playlist together. Pay your nine ninety nine a month and get your cheap. Subscribe. You know what I'm saying? We'll spend more on less. So the least you can do is give us a decent playlist. If you so are going to choose to take over the aux cord, yeah. then you need to make sure that you get it together. I have a rule, real quick, that's not about entertainment that I want to say before okay. I forget, <clears throat> which is a huge rule for me. Don't invite me to your cookout and call it a cookout if you are putting hamburgers, hot dogs, and corn on the grill. <laughs> if I'm coming, or if you have a cookout full of meat and no, no sides. sides. No sides. If don't, don't, not a please salad. Do not, not waste a rain of rice. the energy. Not a. Of your. Th- and don't invite me to your cookout with no white <laughs> rice. What is that? I don't want no white rice oh, in no cookout. What is God. this? Don't invite me to your cookout. That's not a cookout. You need to say, we throwing something on the grill. You're welcome to bring a side. We don't have any. But don't don't tell me we're having a cookout and we got a green salad. Or don't tell me we're having a cookout and there's just some corn or there's no sides, period. That is not a cookout and I'm no not coming. No beige plates. No beige plates. No beige plates. Okay, back to yeah, entertainment. Yeah, there was a... a if, they said, "Don't ask for the aux cord." If you are, if you have not been asked by the host to French the music, um, then don't ask for the auxiliary cord. We don't want to hear your song. Um, mm. Yeah. They said, uh, <laughs> "Don't blow up the bathroom." <laughs> uh, if you are lactose intolerant and you had ice cream, <laughs> you need to pack your things and go home. Pack your lactate pills, first of all, if you know you come in. Like, if you know you have any dietary issues that you have to take medication for, nobody's judging you for that. But make sure you bring all of that with you. Come ready. Stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. You know what I'm saying? Pack your shit in your bag. Take your lactate pills before you consume the ice cream and the mac and cheese. Like, don't do that to everybody. And for hosts who are hosting cookouts, understand that you, if you are hosting a proper cookout, that you do have a hearty spread and that niggas might take a shit in your bathroom. And if that is the case, provide them with some potpourri. <laughs> that would be nice. It would be helpful. <laughs> it will help they us work. all. It will help us all, really. <laughs> Shout out to my friend Autumn, who was on the live and shared this very, 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 very critical advice. Uh, words of the wise, especially to strangers. If you're going to a cookout and you don't know anyone, or, or you're, if you're, that you see someone that you've not yet had the opportunity to meet. Don't ask me what's in my cup. She said, no. don't ask me what's in my cup. I mean, I think that's a weird question to ask, period. Yeah, what you drinking? What you drinking? Like, 
Are you asking what you drinking? Like, if you're going to make me a drink, that's different. But if you just walk up to someone and say, don't, what's in your cup? Don't ask me what, what you drinking. What you drinking? Mm. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm you're saying. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad I'm at not it either. Mad at it. How I feel about people looking at my face. <laughs> don't look in my, like, nigga, don't look in my eyes. Like, look away. <laughs> yes, Autumn said, "Don't ask what's in our cup." She said, "Don't bring uninvited guests." Don't bring. Oh, Autumn, you are the real MVP. <laughs> Nigga, unless you call the host, unless you clear it with the host, that is always number one. Do not bring people without telling the host that you are getting ready to bring, or asking if you can bring somebody additional. You don't know if there's a limited amount of seating. You don't know if there's some sort of planned surprise. You don't know what it is, but don't be inviting your little friends and you're not talking to the host about who you know who you're gonna have coming up in their house ahead of time. It's important. Ooh, that's so critical. It's that's critical. so important. Um, I forgot about that. We had a bit of a debate in the, on the lives because someone said, "Don't bring no off-brand soda," and I said, "I am not above a great value ginger ale. I I feel like I have had." Um, off-brand sodas at cookout. I have had sodas at cookout and, and don't and the can don't say nothing but orange. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I had a, a good time. So, I mean, there was a bit of a debate there in the live. Some people said don't bring off-brand sodas. Other people, like myself, were not as, as bothered. Um, um, yeah. I grew up, like I said, I grew up with a grandfather who who uh, showered us with Dr. Thunder and Mountain Lightning. Listen, and I said, so don't judge I'm, my humble beginnings. I know all about, nah. I know all about the, uh, the off-brand sodas. That, that cola or that root beer is going to taste or just fine with your food. That lemon lime. Oh, that lemon lime. Listen, <laughs> you're going to be okay. I promise you, you may not get Welch's, but yeah. you will, you will uh, have this grape and you will enjoy it. You are going to you are going to enjoy it just fine. It may not be Pepsi, but you're gonna be all right. Cola. <laughs> you won't be, <laughs> be alright with this cola. <laughs> you will be all right with this cola. Um, shout out to uh Corey, Jerry Bradshaw of the root.com. He also stopped by the live. He had some gems. I just I couldn't even keep track of all of his I love gems. the root, so I can't. He's awesome. Wait. But his my favorite piece of Corey's advice was very simple. Don't steal shit. <laughs> Don't steal shit. Don't steal shit. <laughs> Don't steal shit. He also said, charge your phone. <laughs> Don't ask me for my. Don't ask me for my cords. You Don't cannot. ask me for my charger, man. I'm I'm handling food right now. I don't have time to go get you my cord. Listen. He also said, "Don't be running in and out of my house. <laughs> don't run in and out. Pick one. You know what I'm saying? Do either or, but don't Letting be all my good listen, all, all listen." This air, the way this air is set up, you either going, don't be letting it all, mm-mm. You let out. all these bugs and stuff in my kitchen. Don't do it. Don't do it. All these bugs. Uh, yeah. So uh, another person, I don't remember who, uh, but there were so many comments. Um, they said, have a kid's table. <laughs> don't have the kids just running around in the mix, in the grown folks oh. uh, stuff, but have a kid's table. Well, we had kids at our cookout today. We did not have a kid's table. We did not have any table, to be fair. Um, the kids did play in the dirt the entire time, and that's where they were. So I guess that was the designated kids' area. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. I don't have children, so I didn't really have a dog in this fight, but I'm just putting out what the people said. Uh, I, will let, I left this one for close to last because um, 
Oh, another one that Corey said, just don't go to cookouts hosted by the whites. <laughs> <laughs> no, because y'all are going to have raisins in your potato salad. That's all I'm saying. Or you're going to have carrot salad. You're going to be like, oh, what's on the menu today? They're going to be like corn. Uh, we have oh a green God. salad. Yes. We have a raisin, a carrot raisin salad and some hot dogs. Oh and it is going to be, it is, it's not going to be pleasant. You're going to be very upset. You're going to leave hungry and you're going to be looking for something to eat and upset that you are leaving on a Memorial Day looking for something to eat. And for all that food that Valerie Bertinelli be cooking on her show. <laughs> That's what you're going to be eating. Um, um, <laughs> Roy talking about, I can show you how to do a cookout in 30 minutes or less. Uh-uh. I don't want that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So, yeah. Um, the last one I'm going to save. I'm just, cause I'm just going to say this and I'm going to let you have it. Cause this is not, this is not my, uh, ministry. Uh, don't sit down at the space table. If you cannot play space. I'm gonna just let, I'm gonna give you the floor at this point. This is where I bow out. Whoever you are, you're a gem because you are absolutely right. Don't sit your black ass down at the spades table talking about you know what you're doing. And then I give you the chance to be my partner and you renege or you cut me because then I'm gonna cut you physically. I'm going to be upset if you sit down in front of me and you have lied in my face and told me you know how to play spades and then you sit down and you cut my hand. I almost feel like, I'm sorry, this is a passionate piece for me. This is why Kia said she was going to let me have it. I told you all about a time when Crystal and I and Asante stayed up and played a a very serious spades game until 4.30 in the morning. Um, It is not a game. Don't sit down in front of me if you do not know what you are doing. Don't sit down and talk about you about to be my competition. And then this is just a walk in the park for me. Like, I want a good hand of spades. I could really go on about all of the things for spades, but don't, yeah. Don't, the bottom line is if you don't know what you're doing, then don't sit at the spades table. You need to sit your ass back, go make a good playlist and contribute some other kind of way. Go get another bag of ice. You know what I'm saying? See if we're running low on bottles. But don't sit down and say you're getting ready to contribute to a good game. And then you waste my time. Thus concluding the segment. (laughs) uh, Dating kids, do's and don'ts of the cookout. Memorial Day. Mostly don'ts. 2018. Uh, We thank you for your time. We hope that we've said something that has been helpful to you. Um, and we want you to go forth and prosper into this cookout season. And remember what we said. Feel free to share your do's and don'ts if we missed anything. I hope that I covered uh, the, everything that was shared with me in the live. The comments were flying by rather quickly, so I may have missed them. But listen, send us a tweet, a uh, comment on the episode, uh, email, a petty peeve, perhaps. Let us know what your thoughts are. Weigh in on the conversation. We'd love to have you around the kitchen table. It's been awesome, as always. But yes, enjoy your cookouts. Uh, summer 2018. Absolutely. Happy summer. This Friday, in honor of National Gun Violence Awareness Day and the start of Wear Orange Weekend, people around the country are coming together with a simple message. There's more we can do to end gun violence. Show your support by wearing orange and posting a picture using the hashtag Wear Orange. Orange is a defining color of the gun violence prevention movement. Each year, every town for gun safety and a broad coalition of partners 
call on Americans to wear orange for National Gun Violence Awareness Day in recognition of the more than 90 lives cut short and hundreds wounded by gun violence every day and to demand action toward a future free from gun violence. Join the movement by wearing orange this Friday, June 1st. And don't forget to post your pictures online using the hashtag WearOrange to show the world you're committed to ending gun violence in every community. You can also go on Everytown's website, www.wearorange.org, to find an event for Wear Orange Weekend of Action. Together, we can stand up, speak out, and wear orange to raise awareness about gun violence. Honestly? Truly. Let's get into this good old honesty box. Our honesty box says, hey, Jaden Kia, I'm having somewhat of a dilemma. I want to begin working on my doctorate, but I'm immensely anxious. I'm currently a special education teacher with a master's in making way less than what is required to put a dent in my current student loans. I've seemed to have taken the long way with supporting everyone else's dreams in spite of my own. Now my youngest is heading to middle school. I'm divorced. I'm just turning 40 and I feel unaccomplished. Every graduation season, I get so depressed because I feel like I've not lived up to my potential and considering my dream deferred again, having put such a pressure on myself that I've blocked all of the return calls from the institutions I reached out to, recently expressing interest in their respective programs. I know, I have issues. I love the classroom but hate the politics and the salary, but I want to remain classroom adjacent. I need to see my impact firsthand. My master's is in curriculum and instruction with a concentration in reading. I love literacy and couldn't imagine not being in the field of education, but I cannot for the life of me decide if pursuing a PhD or an EdD is more ideal for my long-term goals, including time, age, and pockets. I would love to work in curriculum development, assessments, literacy, intervention, and or professional development. It seems that a PhD holds more weight when compared to an EdD, but from what I can tell, an EdD suits my overall ambitions ambitions better. Do you think I would be decreasing my employment pool with an ED as compared to a PhD? I apologize for the long-windedness and thank you for any suggestions to ease my dang anxiety. I know I'm being hard on myself and I also know I should be proud of my current accomplishments. I truly feel completely ungrateful and silly at times when I attempt to explain myself to my friends who can't seem to understand or empathize. So I thank you both for being an additional option that I can reach out at this current fork in my road. Hashtag team typing too fast, but moving too slow. So I'm gonna let you get into that, sis. Well, hey girl, um, first things first, uh, you know, shout out to you for um, reaching out and being vulnerable about and honest about where you are and um, what you're currently dealing with. Um, I will first, in the spirit of full disclosure, say that I am in education, but I'm in higher education and I'm not entirely sure about, um, you know, all the nuance and and cultural differences and values and things that, um, you know, uh, how things are kind of considered and weighted on the secondary education side of things, um, specifically in special ed. Um, but, um, I will offer, um, I guess my thoughts and invite any other listeners who, who may have, um, some knowledge or expertise and may want to give our listener here, um, some insight and information. I welcome you to do that. Um, you know, you guys know how to, you know, reach us and communicate with us, um, about the show. So I will say, um, there's no such thing as like, I mean, I know it's easy to feel like it's too late or 
so much time has passed and you kind of beat up on yourself. But, you know, Jade and I have had um, conversations um, and we've talked about on previous episodes about how, like, you know, there is no timeline, right? We had a whole time and timelines episode about how we kind of set up these arbitrary deadlines for when we want to have things accomplished by and when we don't meet them for whatever, you know, reason or circumstance, we tend to beat up on ourselves. But, you know, there is no failure in delay. Um, the failure is in, in deciding, you know, to stop trying. So mm-hmm. I respect you for even, you know, maintaining interest and connection to this work, you know, despite whatever doubt and anxiety that you're feeling. So all the other things that you're dealing with aside, everyone who has a, a doctoral degree of some, some sort will tell you that life continues to life while you're in your graduate program and setbacks mm-hmm. are literally just par for the course. Um, and once you get your degree, nobody's going to ask you how long it took you to finish or what you had to deal with. They're just going to say, you know, Hey, Dr. So-and-so. So don't, um, right. don't, don't stress too much about that. I know that's easier said than done, but try to keep that perspective if you can. Um, so on to what you were asking about, you know, whether or not EDD versus PhD, my understanding of it. And again, this is through my own lived experience, but EDD, um, Oh, it's EDD, not EDD. I mean, I guess I've heard it both ways, but, uh, yeah, it's usually when, when the program that I, I used to be in was EDD. Um, so doctor education are those degrees typically depends on the program too. Cause I have heard some, so like, they're, they're more focused on administrative kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people who want to go into leadership, um, governance, policy kind of spaces can have e- EDD or EDD degrees. Um, PhDs are research programs, typically. If you're in a PhD mm-hmm. program, you're not only getting content, knowledge and training in the specific subject area of field that you're studying, um, but you're also getting training on doing research and um, sometimes teaching and, and that kind of work. So depending upon what your goals are, you didn't, you, you mentioned your goals, but you didn't list them. So I can't really say whether or not, you know, getting an EDD over a PhD will decrease your employment uh, opportunities or you know, but, um, if you said yourself that you feel better suited for EDD program, then I would, I would strongly suggest you do that again. I think that you should reach out to, you know, don't stop, stop being hesitant or afraid to speak to the programs that you've expressed interest in. Those are the people who you need to be talking to and not only talking to, but questioning, interrogating them pretty seriously about, um, what their program offerings are and how those match up and link up to what your goals are, what your needs are. Um, and that's going to be how you determine whether or not that program is best fit for you. So given what you want to do, um, it's really, you just got to find the program that has what you want and that's where you're supposed to be. And I hope that that, I hope that answers your question. Like I said, don't, don't stress or fret or worry too much about the time or timelines that you're doing things, everything that you're supposed to have, you'll have when you're supposed to have it. Um, so just keep trying, keep showing up. And 
face, you know, whatever anxiety that you have, push through it and, you know, just, just go for it. And those are just my thoughts, I guess. All right. I think that sounds good to me. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds good to me. I hope that, um, you're able to figure it out. Make sure you send us an update. Let us know how everything works out for you. But uh, Kia gave some sound advice, so I hope that was able to help for sure. Sure. I thought that would be a good one for you. When I saw that come through, I said, that would be a good <laughs> Kia honesty box. Well, I'm happy to help. But let's ratchet on up and get to the petty peeves. Let's do it. Oh, make sure you're sending your honesty box questions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y. It's time to put our petty on parade this Memorial Day. I'm going to go ahead and start off the petty peeves this week. Um, So when I did Makosa this weekend, you know what I'm saying? Like, here's the setup for Makosa. Makosa is a party, right? It's a party. It's got, I told you all, a lineup of DJs. It's super fun. Um, Santana and I come through as for the culture and do the food for it. We sell the food, right? So we're attending this party. We're selling the food for it. Um, With the amount of people that come through Makosa, we have a good rush every time we're selling the food, which means, you know, we'll get through like 50, 60 people and then you know, it comes, it comes to a little pause and then we're like, all right, we'll take a little break. And then, you know, cause we got through a rush and there's nobody on the line right this second. And then we usually get hit with another rush. So we always decide that we, and we can take our break whenever we want to, you know, why, why this is not a restaurant because we have the right to say, all right, we go and pause for 20, 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Get ourselves reset and then just come back. Now, when you go to a party, do you stand there and expect that you're getting ready to eat, especially a party that has a thousand people? You've got a line of people around the corner of the building trying to get into the building. You've got people downstairs trying to get up to the rooftop. And this is not a dinner party. This is not a wedding. You know what I'm saying? This is not to say I want to say that I am super grateful and appreciative for everybody who comes through and supports, who tells us that they've been waiting to eat the food. They enjoy the food. We love the love. You know what I'm saying? And I have to say that 99.9% of everybody that we deal with is pleasant and, 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 and gracious and wonderful. And we are so appreciative of you all. We are gracious. <laughs> but this one heifer decided that she was going to come and cause a problem. Mm-hmm. And it had to be one person in the party who got on my damn nerves. And when, this is why I don't have no problem calling it out. So we go on our little second break or whatever, and a couple a couple people come up. Oh, are you guys selling? Oh, we're going to sell, you know, come back in about 20 minutes or whatever. We're just taking a little break. All right, cool. Now, a lot of people see that the line gets kind of crazy, so they kind of wait in the area. They're like, whenever they go off a break, you know, we're going to get on the line or whatever. It's never any smoke. But this one girl decides that she's going to walk up. She's standing on the wrong part of the line of where you, you're supposed to order your food because we have coordination going on. You know what I'm saying? And everybody got in formation. So she's standing there. Y'all are taking, she's like, are you selling food? We're taking a break. You know, come back in a little bit or whatever. <sighs> okay. Attitude already. 
this is a cookout. This is fun. We get to smoke. We get to drink. We get to have a great time. We get to just indulge and just have a blast and also sell the food. And it's it's never a problem. She's still standing there or whatever. She's rolling her eyes and getting upset that the line is not open right now. So they she asked me again, you know, when when is every you know when are you all going to start selling food again? I'm like, where? And this is at this point, I'm standing up. I'm like, you know, I'm getting everything set right now. We're about to open back up in about five minutes. I'm like, but if you can stand over here, it's going to be, you know, this is how how it moves. So you need to pay her and come down the line like this. Ugh, I've been standing here waiting, and you going to tell me I have to go get on a line now? Now, mind you, she's not the only person who was standing there waiting. But why are you getting, why are you copping an attitude with me? I told, I said, I didn't tell you you need to get on a line. I told you to just go stand right there because where you're standing right now is not conducive to paying your money and coming down and ordering this food. And just like you, these ladies right here have been waiting to order food as well. You know, they've been waiting in the area patiently with no problems. I'm like, I didn't tell you to go get on the line. I told you to go stand right there. She's still copping an attitude with me. So at this point, I don't, I, I don't want to deal with her anymore. I don't want to sell you no food. I don't want to deal with you. I just want you to get out of my face. And I have a limit as to how much talking I'm getting ready to do with somebody. Oh, Lord. So she's still copping the attitude. And I'm like, yo, I don't have nothing else for you now. Have a good day. Now, when I say have a good day, I'm going to say it two times. And that's it. I'm not going to say nothing else. All I'm going to do is come from behind this table. So she turned around. She said, what? I said, I told you <laughs> to have a good day. <laughs> that means take your ass on somewhere because I'm really trying to maintain my humanity here and not cuss your ass out in front of all of my good patient customers. I'm like, listen, girl, you and your YouTube crochet install need to get the fuck out of my face. Walk across this party and get out of here. Don't come back over here. Don't bother me no more. You're fucking up the vibes. Oh, Jesus. So my petty peeve this week is her. I don't care if she ever hears this. I don't care if somebody points it out and says, wasn't that the girl? Yes, this was the girl who cussed your ass out in person and on a podcast. Don't come back in my face irritating me no more with none of your bullshit you came up to me with an attitude and you ain't never gonna get nothing favorable from me coming to me like that i'm not that i'm just not that nigga like you ain't never gonna get shit from me coming in my face with no attitude you come to me nice i'm gonna talk to you talk to me nice Mm-mm. talk to me nice <laughs> go off go off Completely. that's all i'm saying we ain't never gonna get nowhere when you when you approach somebody with an attitude so you approach me with some honey we can talk you approach me with some vinegar you can get fangs anyway it's your turn <laughs> <laughs> What's your petty oh man i feel like mine is like not even like a thing <laughs> i was just going to say i was just going to say you know i have some family members who, you know, live out of state and they have a practice of watching the Weather Channel. Mm. And anytime there is any sort of precipitation <laughs> or, mm. um, I don't know, any kind of anything, inclement weather, any kind of anything, they're raindrops drop within within the state of maryland 
they will call me to make sure I'm okay. Now I understand that this is, you know, out of a place of concern for my well-being and for my safety, especially everyone knows that, you know, I, I live here alone. I'm in this state. I don't have any other family in this state. You know, people be worried about me and I think that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at that. Howsoever. Um, <laughs> you know, shout out to the people in Ellicott City, Maryland, who, you know, face, you know, some really serious rain and flooding in that area. Um, but I want everyone to know that, you know, that that's probably about 40 miles from where I am. And um, I just received, was inundated last night, inundated, <laughs> completely inundated with phone calls and text messages. People thought that I was floating down Georgia Avenue or something. And I just want you all right. I just want to let everybody know that I am okay. <laughs> the same thing happened. Um, I mean, anytime, anything, not just weather, but any kind of news, any sort of anything. And I get it. And I know that my family is never going to stop being concerned about me. This is probably of no consequence because no one's going to stop calling or doing anything like that. I just remember there was a, that shooting. There was a shooting at a, um, you know, a, a, a business, a former employee came back and shot up a business like outside of Baltimore. My phone was blowing up again. And I was telling them <laughs> that, you know, I live in a specific city in Maryland. I don't live in the whole state. Every time there's something going on in Maryland, <laughs> y'all don't have to call me. I appreciate it. I heard Donald Trump wasn't going to show up at the meeting. Are you all like, right? The, the people are constantly <laughs> concerned. And I appreciate it. I, I, to be loved. I feel the love. I feel the love. You're I know. Loved. And I'm very grateful for all the people that are concerned about my welfare and well-being. But y'all don't have to call me, especially at nighttime when I'm trying to sleep. Y'all don't got to keep calling me, asking me <laughs> if I'm all right. That's really, that's really all I got. I feel that. I feel that in my shundo, sis. Mm -hmm. I absolutely feel that. You're like, I don't live in the whole state. I don't, I don't live. I don't live across Maryland. I live in one central, one, one location, one location. And my address is in one place that has not changed. I don't live across the state of Maryland. So every time something happened in Maryland, y'all don't got to worry that I'm going to be at the center. That's all I'm that's saying. True. That's all I'm saying. And that is another episode of Getting Grown, episode 62. True. Um, thank you, everybody who participated in our Kitchen Table Talk this week. That was fun to have the listeners participate in it. So uh, maybe we'll do a few more of those. We'll we'll live you guys. We can do one of them double live situations. Yeah, man. Somebody asked you for that today. Me. I was like, Jade and I have done double live. Well, we can make it a thing if you want. We, I, I'm not, I have no problem with it. Um, the only thing is that half the time me and Kia are both running around like two chickens with our heads cut off. So it's hard for us to coordinate, but we will try to do that more often so that we can have audience participation. Cause I really loved our kitchen table talk today. Uh, but in the meantime, it is summertime. So please don't be walking around with ashy ankles. Don't that means it. that you guys need to moisturize. Get your toes done too. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. But drink your water first and foremost. Absolutely. First and foremost. Moisturize uh, because you're black will absolutely crack if it's dry. That's right. Adios. Peace out.